Hi, my name is Jolene Sher. I'm an author. At the moment, I'm self-published with a dream of someone discovering one of my books. I have two completed books. One is called Ephenia, which is a novel, and the other falls into the world of self-help, which is the holistic entrepreneur. Join me as I ramble through my thoughts and write my third book titled, If Life's a Journey, What's in Your Backpack? second part of the 11,500 words that I've written um, are two chapters that I really enjoyed throwing myself into. The one is called Know the Traveler You Are and the other one is called Destination. Of all the self-help work that I've done and I'm telling you I've done a lot I think that what we all do is we dive into the book or we dive into the video, we really absorb ourselves in the content and then we want it so much to be relevant for us and energetically align with the way we think and the way that we process. And a lot of times what we do is we kind of try and force that processing. It worked for somebody else, it has to be the right formula, how do I then create it to be the formula that works for me? And in this, if life's a journey, what's in your backpack? One of the most important messages that I'm trying to get across in this book is that, yes, I'm sharing my journey and I'm sharing what I truly believe needs to be within that backpack of life and how you travel. But one of the things that's so clear to me in everything that we do, in the, in the literal foundation of lifeology and what we teach, how we are as transformation coaches is This understanding that we can provide the essence of the tools, but the whole point of the tools that we give you is for you to discover what it means to take your own personal steps in your own personal journey. So we take that self-help so literally and, and create what will give you the tools and the foundation to help yourself. And of all the things that we are really clear on and that I have learned the hard way through all this processing and trying to figure out what works for me, especially in the realms of dieting and my health and my physical body and someone telling me this is the best way to do it and these are the only exercises that work for you and if you don't do stretching and if you only do cardio, I have been up and down, literally, excuse the pun, every single avenue of moving my body and of trying to figure out what food to eat to build a relationship with myself. But it was only when I started to understand that this is my journey and I have to figure out the type of traveler that I am in this world did it start to settle within me. So in the book I write about two different travelers. They both have this incredible destination and they wind up sitting next to each other on an airplane they're going to the same place and the one traveler has their entire itinerary plotted out they know who's fetching them from the airport what hotel they're staying at they've booked every single excursion and museum and day tour everything settled they know the restaurants they're going to eat at they are absolutely fully fully planned The other person is literally landing, doesn't know where they're staying, doesn't know what they're doing in the next day, how they're getting from point A to point B. 
And they look at each other like the other person is absolutely crazy. The person who just has the ability to climb on that plane and go wherever they want to go and do whatever they want to do feels that that structure that the other person has put in is so boring and takes away the entire adventure of what it means to travel and, and to journey and to explore. And then on the other hand, this person who is so organized and has this perfect itinerary just looks at this other person and goes, wow, I have no idea how you get any pleasure and joy out of having a journey and a travel experience when you are so disorganized. And can you imagine the anxiety of not knowing where you're going to stay and what you're going to do? And they part ways. And the traveler who's all organized has all the boxes ticked and is having this perfect experience on their holiday. While this other person who is just winging it as they go along is also having in their perception this beautiful experience. They found a place to stay. They know where they're going to be. And on one particular day, the person who's absolutely organized has the ticket to this museum experience that they have known that they're going to go to for months and months and months. And the other person is walking down the street and gets a flyer. And the flyer talks about the museum experience. And they both meet up at the museum. And when they get there, the museum has been unexpectedly closed because of a maintenance issue. The whole point of the story is that whether you are absolutely organized or whether you are flying on the seat of your pants, life happens. And it becomes absolutely irrelevant as to whether you are the extremely organized person who travels the way that you do or the disorganized. And, and the word even disorganized is, is unfair. It's literally the person who chooses not to have all of the boundaries in place and chooses to have a free spirited experience. And the reason why this is so important is because it's clearly going to define for you what type of traveler you are through the journey of life. Do you need a goal and a plan or can you go through life knowing that the energy of life absolutely guides you? What is your ability to go with the flow? And do you need to go with the flow? Or does structure and organization be the fuel that manifests what you need to manifest? At the end of the day, we're all trying to figure out who we are. And it boils down to the energy with which we create the life that we want to have. And I tell such an amazing story of an experience that Greg had when he was traveling. And Greg really used to be this absolutely organized traveler. And this such honesty that I put in the book because from childhood issues I'm not a great traveler I'm really afraid of getting lost even though I'm adults and all grown up and have cell phones and have money and know that I'd be able to figure my way from point A to point B I'm not fantastic at it and it is one of the things that I'm that I'm working on to to fix in order to have more joyful fun experiences in my life but traveling alongside Greg, I absolutely loved the, the structure of travel when there was such structure of travel that came from him. And he was extremely organized, had all these itineraries exactly where they were. This is where I'm getting off on the plane. This is how I'm getting to the hotel. This is the hotel. This is the train. This is the bus. All that stuff. 
And on one particular trip, he had this experience where he was organized and had everything exactly as it should be. And he was traveling to a wedding overseas and he hired a car and he told the hotel that he wouldn't need the car for a couple of days. So they said to him, go to this parking lot, park the car, keep it there. And then when you need it, you just go back and fetch it. He went to the wedding. He had a whale of a time. He didn't need the car at all. And when he went back on the day that he was leaving and needed to climb on the plane, he got back to the parking lot where the car was and it had been turned into a racetrack. I kid you not, a racetrack. He was in an absolute state. Now he's also in a country where he doesn't speak the language. And the basic response was, Your car, there's nothing you can do. This is, it is what it is. He finally found someone who was really kind and who spoke English and said, I know where your car will be and took him to this place where the car was supposed to be. There were a whole lot of tourists who were in just as much of a frenzy and his car wasn't there. So he had to go back to the parking lot and there in the center of the racetrack was his car. And a very, very long story short is that he ended up missing his flight and having to stay in a hotel it cost him a whole lot of money to try and figure out what he needed to do and when he got back and he filled the um the travel agent in on everything the response was well you should have just dropped the keys off at the rental place and not waited for the next day and done all the right stuff and said to them here's the car here's the keys get in touch with me when you have your car back which is an incredible hindsight lesson. He really and truly would have saved a good amount of money. But on the other hand, it transformed Greg as a traveler. And it also, in turn, transformed me as a traveler. And not only did it transform us in the way that we actually physically travel through the world. And now I can tell you of such beautiful adventures that that we have had and when I do travel on my own I can feel this new level of bravery in the ability to to explore the world and not have the itinerary and not know exactly where, where we're going to be and one of my favorite experiences is when we were in Italy together and we had this GPS and kind of just plugged her in and said don't take us on highways and let's explore explore Italy that way and we truly had beautiful experiences and I haven't put it in the book but one of my favorite experiences is it was a Sunday morning it was early we were driving through this tiny little town that you could see was not on the tourist map and there was this big sign above us and it 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 said you could see once translated it was finish line and we ended up parking the car because there were a whole lot of people waiting along the sides of the road and we ended up standing there. People thought we were part of this whole family of of like people within the town and they were waiting for these cyclists to come in from a race and everyone was going ciao and ciao and waving and clapping and there we were total strangers but waving and clapping while these people arrived and 
those are just the experiences that I absolutely love as a traveler, but that I've also truly learned to love as I journey through life. That I honestly believe that you don't need a goal or a plan. You need these beautiful intentions of what do I want to experience as a traveler. I want to experience happiness. I want to experience joy. I want to experience love. I want to experience success. But there is this freedom of the adventure of life that takes you along the journey. One of the things now sitting here that I'm going to stop after I've done this recording and just add into what I've written. And this is why I'm so grateful that I'm writing this book this way is that it also comes down to certain elements when you get advice from people. For example, anxiety. There are people who are anxious eaters and there are people who don't eat when they're anxious. And everyone falls into one of those two pockets. But you cannot say to an anxious eater, don't eat. You can only say to an anxious eater, what are the better choices in the anxiety of eating. And you can't say to an anxious person who doesn't eat, you need to eat. You can only say to them, what are the better choices that you can make for your body and for your mind when you know that it could be a while until you consume something. And all of these things are the deciding factors on the type of traveler that you are. It's not for you to shove yourself into being a different type of traveler unless you have experiences like Greg and I had where you used to be the one type and you can flip over into the other type. It's about first and foremost before you go on this big adventure of life on this huge big level of consciousness to actually understand the type of traveler that you are. And the reason why it will make such a big impactful difference to you is because it will allow you to look at any self-help work that there is out there and decide how it resonates with you. To have a look at it at face value and see what works for you and see what doesn't work for you and then take it and use the steps that work and the steps with go with it that go with the type of traveler that you are or to shift it and say okay I understand this but actually because I am this type of traveler the goals and the plans don't work or because I am this type of traveler I definitely need to have these boundaries set in place. The last chapter that I've written before I go on to this adventure of writing the rest of If Life's a Journey, What's in Your Backpack, with you by my side, is destination. You would never travel if you don't have a reason to travel. There's always a destination. But the thing is, how do you get to that destination? Is it just about getting from point A to point B? Or is it all the places in between that get you to where you want to go? And for me, the thing that comes up most about destination is that we make our purpose this ultimate destination. If there is any word that has the ability to be so deeply destructive on a self-esteem level, it's the word purpose. And that's 
because it has been completely misunderstood and absolutely turned into this ultimate thing that we are all trying to achieve. You know, I love being in the world of social media on so many levels, but there's another part of me that understands the damage that social media can do. And one of the big things is that if you absorb yourself in social media and you don't understand how your destination works and how you travel, it has the ability to really be destructive. Because there are some people in life who are meant to have this incredible, huge, big life purpose and they are born as activists or they are born as philanthropists or they have this amount of money where they can make such a large impact in the world. And they could know the right people and climb the ladder and get to the right place. And the whole time it's this, this is my life purpose. This is what I've done. And then here so many other people sit. And there's this feeling of no matter what I do, I just can't seem to find my life purpose. What is this one thing? What is this big massive purpose that my life is? And we kind of put it out there like it's this big holy grail and we forget that the whole point of getting to the destination is to be consciously absolutely absorbed in the journey so i have a big question for you when you wake up at the start of your day is there someone that you need to take care of is there family that you need to feed is there a pet that is waiting for you to give them food when you get to work, is, are there other people, is there a team who relies on you? Does the work that you do bring any level of impact? When you are walking through the streets and you give some, something generous to someone else, is there a parent or a guardian or a sibling who is absorbed in their world but the two of you stop and you make time to talk to each other? Every single one of those Moments that you have within life should be absolutely purposeful. And they are. It's just that you're missing it because you're so focused on this one big what is my purpose that most of the time what we're doing is we're doing things like cooking for our family. I actually chatted to someone yesterday. It was such a beautiful story. We were trying to figure this out in a coaching session. We were trying to figure this out. And the question was, do you have too much on your plate? And she was umming and eyeing that she really loves everything that's on her plate. However, the irony was that she had burnt an entire batch of biscuits that she was making with her kids. And it was because she was everywhere else besides present. She was so focused on what is this final destination that I need to get to? Everything that I'm doing, is it creating my purpose? That she missed that just being present with her children and baking those biscuits is absolutely purposeful. So deeply purposeful. So it's desperately important that you really start to process whether you are just existing because you are on this hamster wheel that's going round and round and round and the whole time you're aiming for this one big purpose and this huge big impact and you're asking 
these questions that have been absorbed and control social media and self-help and and so many workshops that we go to and and business sources that we turn to and there's such a focus on fulfilling this incredible purpose that you're missing that actually every single thing that you do that you do is purposeful and if it's not purposeful you should then be asking yourself if you truly want to do it this point of the destination is so important to understand and we can't travel further if we don't allow the purpose of who we truly are to settle gently within us if we can't bring our consciousness into the moment that is today and we can't allow ourselves to see the gift of every step that we take that eventually takes us to the destination once again i tell a story of a man who was married and absolutely loved his wife um but was really having a hard time at work and I coached him and I counseled him. I did it at the time when I had just finished writing The Holistic Entrepreneur and it's the reason why he got hold of me. And every time we had a coaching session together, he was no less frustrated about work and he was really, really grappling with this question of, is this a career? Is this the job that I should be doing? Because I can't figure out if it's my purpose. And there was such a focus on what his purpose was. And I was waiting for him to get what it meant to be present and to see how purposeful actually he was. Didn't have a great relationship with his, with his boss. It was constantly irritated. And then that irritation spilt over into his relationship. And then we were questioning the relationship even. And the whole time it was because there was this underlying nagging, not knowing and trying to figure out whether he was living any kind of purpose. His wife then lost her job. And it, it wasn't the financial burden that, respond, that, that triggered his different reaction to his wife. But it was her emotional well-being. And this remembering of how much he loved her and how much he wanted to care for her completely shifted something within him and it was amazing because all I had to do was was witness this process and that's what I absolutely love in this journey of transformation coaching and allowing people to take their own steps until they process it and figure it out he was very conscious that she was slipping into depression and he started to do things differently so when they walked and held hands in the shops although it was something he had done unconsciously for so long he now genuinely and purposefully held her hand and he could feel the purpose in that moment he could feel the purpose in bringing her a cup of coffee he could feel the purpose in being supportive in being present in the conversations that he had and that feeling of the immediate process of being purposeful right there and then spilled over into his work and he started to see that when he did things with purpose and with consciousness, everything started to shift. Even his relationship with his boss. Meanwhile, his boss had not changed. 
he had changed. This guy had become present and had become conscious and truly understood that although the destination is purpose, you actually create it by being purposeful in every single moment. I'm really excited. We're at the point that this is all that I have written in the book and I now get to journey into the next chapter which I'm going to do very differently because I'm going to talk it through with you. So it might sound a little bit different. There could be more umming and aahing as I process some of the stuff but I am really comfortable and grateful. I've gotten some responses and some thank yous and some good luck messages in the process of unpacking this book as I, as I write it. So the next thing that I will be chatting to you about is the navigation and what you need as a navigation tool to journey through life. I'm really excited to do that chapter with you and I will chat to you soon.